Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. As far as performances, the MTV Awards with the TV screens was probably the wildest time. But I think when we came back and did the thing for Justin, it was almost like we died and then came back to life because all the people went completely nuts. And then you saw, you know, Gaga out there singing along and you saw even One Direction. You saw all these people. Amazing. It was weird. You know, it was like like we literally we rise from the dead for some odd reason. But right, we're still right. here. This is The Vault by Access Hollywood. We're taking you on an epic journey into the heart of Hollywood with iconic interviews and fascinating conversations from the biggest stars in the business. The Vault opens now. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. I'm Zuri Hall. And uh, yeah, uh, last time I checked, I'm Scott Evans. Still Scott Evans. That's yeah. all we'll ever need yeah. or want you to be, Scott, because that's the Boom. best. That's the very okay. best, okay? Yeah. You are listening to The Vault by Access Hollywood. And today is a very special day, okay? Mm-hmm. Because not only are we joined by a guest, because we've had guests, Scott, on this podcast. That's we've had there. a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I said that like we do it every week. We've had like two <laughs> guests before. <laughs> but this will be the very first time that a guest gets to listen to their own throwback clips from the vault, specifically yep. early 2000s. This is so exciting. He's oh. a singer. He's a dancer. He's Uh-oh. an actor. He Uh-oh. was one of the members of one of the most successful boy bands of all time. I'm going to just say it. Don't at me. The best boy band of all time. Oh, shit. Interesting. <laughs> Please welcome to the vault, Joey Fertel. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Joey just joined right in with the pyom, pyom, pyom. So it's going to be a great episode. How you doing? I am fantastic. How are you? We're doing good, man. So excited to have you here. We've never been able to hear someone respond to their own old school clips in real time. So I am I'm excited. very curious. The thing about it, Joey Fatone, is that yes. you know, one might think or consider there's a reason why we've never done this before. <laughs> you know, like, what will it be like right. to hear yourself in real time take real it back time. to... The early 2000s. What might you have said? Oh, I'm good, scared. bad, or indifferent? You know, yeah, there was I mean? a lot more things less recorded back then. Now, there's you know, you right. got social media and everything. Back then, it was when you did an interview, that was it. You couldn't post any, you didn't post, there was no posting. Yeah, I didn't yeah. post a video, I didn't do a TikTok. <laughs> there was none of that. None but of you it. do, you do realize you're talking to Access Hollywood, though. So we recorded yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. You know, right. No, well, that's the thing. You you were you were the first original, like as far as social media is concerned, as far mm-hmm. as going back into the time machine and finding out things or seeing things that you will dig up that mm-hmm. people don't want to see, which I'm about to probably hear. 
Very likely. Very likely. One, we can only hope, as a matter of fact. We can only hope. We can only hope. We can only hope. I wanted to get into the, the clips, but first, you've got a lot going on still. Tell us really quickly about the game show, Common Knowledge, right? Yeah, oh. coming back for the third season on Game Show Network called yeah. Common Knowledge. It's uh, been very exciting. We had a lot of fun. We do shot 65 episodes uh, this season Ooh, right now. Crazy. We did six shows a day, which was a little bit ridiculous. but Crazy. It, it, it cranks them out. It gets them, you know, fairly quickly, but it's fun. It's a lot of repetition as far as the, the gameplay, but of course the questions are completely different. So are the contestants, and that's what's fun about really the main thing. The two things is the contestants, it's always great because you never know what's going to come out of their mm -hmm. mouths. They yeah. think they know the answers, but they have no damn idea. And then also, of course, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a show for all ages and people get a chance to win $10,000 and anybody and everybody can watch it. That's the fun part. And you get to learn about things about knowledge, common knowledge, right, you know, like right. who's on a $50 bill or how do you, you know, if a light bulb breaks, how do you get it out of the socket? If, it, if you can't get it out, no one to cut your yeah. hand. Wait, wait, like wait who's on a $50 bill? That would be Grant. Grant, yep. okay, good to know. Good. That would be Grant. I'm not yeah. balling to the point where I would ever have to- I'm not balling either, but I just, I, I had to learn that. I had to learn that. Yeah. Well, wait, hold on. Either. When was the last time anybody saw cash? This is post-COVID situation. You know, I went to the bank today and pulled out. I have it stashed away like an old Italian. You know, I put it like in a <laughs> coffee cup, hidden in my yeah, basically in a pillow under the mattress. Like, I got some cash laid around the house. I think I, I just found some. So I was looking for something. I've been throwing away anytime oh, I see man. cash. I just throw it away. I'm like, oh, <laughs> hit it with Lysol. Disinfect yeah. it real quick. Who wants this? I don't need this cash. <laughs> throw that away. It's so funny though, because I feel like common knowledge is you, you, as soon as you hear the question, you're like, oh yeah. Oh shit. I don't know that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let me see. It's the best. It's, it's so the, good, well, and the and well, the contestants. You think like the you, they come out and they're so pumped, they're so ready to go. Question yeah, number man. two is like, oh, oh yeah. Well, the best is though is when when the people chime in, and the greatest thing about that is is the when everybody chimes in and they have different answers, they give the explanation of why sometimes, yep. and then the other person's looking at the other one going, oh crap, I didn't look at that. I, Oh, wait, maybe I didn't think about it that way. Oh, shit, yep. I'm sorry. But then all of a sudden you get the person that's like, oh, I know. My 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 wife's a nurse. She does this, 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 and this. And she and he's dead wrong. And it's like, I'll prove it out to you. And I, I do the prove out where I explain why or how or, you know, yeah. what's the reason why. So it's been fun. It's been great. Yeah. Have you ever learned like a crazy wild fact that has served you well in real life where you're just like, activate common knowledge? Mm -hmm. I never <laughs> used it, but I just, that question, I actually knew the question about the, if, if a, if a bulb light bulb breaks in the socket, how do you get it out? How if it's completely it broken, say for instance, that oh, metal yeah, thing is completely screwed it. in. Yeah. Well, you can't mm -hmm. twist it. How do you get it out? You buy a new one. You move. Well, you, move. you do, but you how do you move. get it out? You just, you just burn move. the house down. Just leave. <laughs> you move. You move. No, get a new you, house. you actually, well, first of all, cut off the circuit. You got to cut off the electricity oh. off of that. Hit the, hit the breaker, first right. of all. So find the breaker. Find the breaker. <laughs> then cut turn a, it off. <laughs> cut a potato in half, stick the potato in, and unscrew no. it. Because they'll stick in, they'll get the grip, and they'll move out with the grooves of the broken glass. I'm about to go destroy a light bulb right now in my house. My boyfriend's <laughs> going to be so pissed. Like, what is going on? <laughs> I can hear the fire brigade on the way to the house right now. That's amazing. What are you doing? Breaking bulbs. Why? Right. Potatoes I need. What? Uh, okay, so wait. Here's 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 the, the cool part about beyond the fact that you have people right now like, I think I got two potatoes and a light bulb at the house right now. Let's go. We're about to press play on some throwback in-sync clips. Bro, okay. when I tell you we have dug into the crates. Oh, Lord to find some moments that you got a lot of explaining to do. 
Okay. I, I, okay. I don't mind explaining. I'll figure it out. Are you, are you ready for this? Are you nervous? Just my gears are spinning in my head to understand where or what or how or any of that stuff is going to come about because I don't know what you're going to say. I have no idea. I have no idea what you're going to say. So I'm ready to hear it. I want to hear what I hopefully don't make a fool of myself. I, I can't make any promises, Zuri. You want to you that, try? That's a you thing. That's a you thing, Joey. Let's figure it out. Let's roll. You know what? Rip the Band-Aid off. Rip the Band-Aid okay. off. Okay, let's do it. So we're, let's go back to the year 2000. Okay. It was the new millennium. I'm talking Y2K. Joey, yep. this was a big year for you and for NSYNC. I want to try to paint this picture for some of our listeners. This is during, I call it the era of NSYNC, <laughs> right. known as the no strings attached era. You know what I'm saying? It was the paint on the the hard boy denim suits on tour. It was the- Coming down on the strings with yes. the suits and the patches on the whole you oh, know, yeah. the legs and stuff. I remember actually year 2000, we performed in Hawaii. When it turned, why people were so nervous because the computers mm-hmm. were gonna reset and everything right. was gonna basically implode the was is gonna what they end. thought. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Obviously we were in Hawaii, that didn't happen. So, but yeah, it was, I, I'll never forget that though. It was, it was one of the times we were like one of the last people to have Hawaii, like, cause it's in Hawaii, mm-hmm. one of the last people to have a new year's, I guess, cause of the time mm-hmm. change. So yeah. it was fun. It was cool. But I remember I'm bringing you back. So I'm bringing myself back as well. So yeah. I just remember, I remember Y2K. I remember my mom bringing floppy, di- buying floppy disks and water. It was like floppy disks and water was the floppy disks to to put all the memory on from the computer, everything from the computer onto the floppy disk, onto the floppy doppies. And I don't know if if that computer crashed, where are you going to have the stuff? You got out of floppy. There was no hard drive. They weren't, they weren't around. My mom was in the garage on the computer because that's how low, lowly relegated the computer was at our house that it was in the garage. Oh no. With the floppy disk, trying to get all of her, all of her four files on the, you know, because the computer only had like 200. Right, it had nothing, yeah, yeah. You know, isn't that amazing to think how much computers can go on it, like how much stuff you can put on a computer? It's crazy. Okay, so let's go back to 2000, Y2K, MTV VMAs. Y'all were nominated for six awards. Big deal. Huge deal. Very. So this is a clip where where Access actually asked you guys about being nominated alongside rap phenom Eminem. (laughs) Right? And the state of music and the industry in general. Listen to this. You guys are up for, in two categories, Viewer's Choice and Video of the Year, you're up against Eminem. Um, What do you think it says about the state of music, the fact that you guys on one end of the spectrum are competing against Eminem on the I think it's cool, because I mean, it it shows that a lot of the viewers out there are listening to different types of music. They're not just listening to one. Like when you see TRL and MTV, it's just a whole diverse of different videos and different music. And it's cool, because I mean- We share a lot of the same fans. Um, Eminem fans are, you know, like our fans. I mean, our fans love him. So uh, it, it's, I guess, shame. He's just as pop as yeah. we are. You get people, ah! you know, we'll start to see sometimes we'll see people in our audience, you know, when we do a concert, have like corn t shirts on and stuff like that. It's just, it's, it's so diverse. I think it's really cool. A lot of times in Europe, I mean, before we started um, doing stuff, Europe had such a great hold of that because they play just different videos continuously. Other, like as far as like MTV, they play different groups, but now they're starting to come together and do different styles well, altogether. It's just a matter of music is way more open-minded now. That's it. Uh, people don't stereo like they 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 know that rap is rap and that pop is pop and that dance is dance. 
but they can understand that a good dance song is a good song, and a good pop song is a good song, and a good rap song is a good song. So basically, they're not they're not saying, well, I'm only going to listen to rap, and then they listen to the good rap and the bad rap. It's like they're they can appreciate a good song, period. And I think that 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 shows that the listeners are a lot more intelligent about about music. That's crazy. Crazy, but you know, it's twenty years ago. Twenty but here's years what's, ago. What's crazy about that is, is it's so more diverse even now than ever because of mm. Spotify, because of all these these other things that no one ever had. Like for instance, you know, we were when we were overseas, you never heard anything. You never really hear any of the, any of the, of the other boy bands that were over there because they didn't mm. have a spot. There was nothing else over there except for actual tangible CDs. It had mm. to be brought over or you know or downloaded per se, but not really downloaded. It had to be on a probably a floppy disk. Who the hell knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or a CD. So it was interesting to see now how diverse, I mean, you got BTS, you got all these different groups from other countries now that are coming over and being successful, which never really happened back in the day, unless you were from the UK. You know what I mean? That was probably it. And in their own language, right? Like BTS, just Dynamite was their first English single. You know what I mean? Uh, They had been releasing music in Korean before, and it was on the radio. Yeah, here in the states well exactly. and especially yeah. with latin music too how how big it grown you know obviously you had the latin latin explosion that they call which was j-lo ricky martin you know all those people and mm-hmm. now even further you got you know j balvin you got more uh Maluma. more really my, my friend my boy luis fonzi i mean it was all yeah. in spanish mm-hmm. before it came Rosalina. out in yeah it's crazy Joey, I want to ask you about that night, because obviously it's the VMAs. You guys had a a ton of nominations. You took home three awards that night, right? You had pop video, choreography, and viewer's choice. And it was all for Bye Bye Bye, which I still remember the dance moves. (laughs) What do you you most remember about, one, making that video, and then, two, that night? Because you had the epic performance with the video screens, your heads were popping Mm -hmm. up, remember? I well, there's a lot of things that happened that night that, if for some odd <laughs> oh, reason, which I never really remember shit, I remember mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff, and I'll tell you something. It's Ooh, interesting things. Um, of course, that night was amazing. You know, recording, you know, doing the video, bye bye bye, or even the dance when we first did it was like, what the hell is this? this is <laughs> right. Like it was just kind of weird at first. A little dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Darren. Darren Hansen came up with it in the sense of like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, you know, okay. talk to the hand. But it was right. the talk when people used to do that back in the day. It's basically out of my face. Exactly. Yeah. Don't talk to me out of my face. It's same thing. Exactly. When they're moving ahead. So yeah. that's where he came up with that. So I remember doing the choreography for that going, what the heck? But of course it made sense. And I was like, all right, mm-hmm. that looks cool as a uniform group when we're all dancing. Big night. I, if I'm not mistaken, we had a after party. And at the after party, uh, it was an InSync and Nelly party at a club called Twist. In oh, New York City. Okay. Back in the day. Wow. It was a gambling party where they gave these chips out. No money was exchanged, but people, we had like poker tables, roulette, blackjack, with all these fun things. And if you win a certain amount of chips, you get prizes, is how we had to do it. I remember China was there back in the day. I remember when she had the USA, that was the one she had that leather outfit on where it looked right. like the national, like the uh, flag, uh-huh. the American flag. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. We're and not talking she, about, we're talking about China, the wrestler, not the black wrestler. China. Not we're talking black about, China. Well, right. I didn't say black right. China. I said China. Not black, she said China. I yeah, said yeah. China. China. <laughs> <laughs> so it was crazy because I remember, I remember meeting her and I remember she actually became part of On the Line. She was on the screen. So I asked her, hey, you want my beat it? Talking. But another story about that is, which really sucks and I've never said this story before and it broke my heart because of kind of what a douche he was but I still look up to this man I'll tell you he was in a second we're at a, at the party mind you in sync party right we're at an right. sync party oh like celebrities party. are up I'm using the old school wind up camera 
I take oh. a picture with Timbaland. I take a picture with Left Eye when she was alive. I'm taking a picture with all these people. This dude is standing here talking to somebody. Now we're on a VIP area up okay. on a second balcony looking down at people. I'm standing there looking at this dude. I'm going to tell you who you're taking. Now you're taking, you're taking with a disposable camera, you're doing what is now known as a selfie. Correct. I was doing selfies. <laughs> the first I was. Selfies. I was doing the first okay. few OG selfies. selfies. I did. Some of it looked like shit because my head was cut off because you know, <laughs> right. I was tall or I cut somebody else's head off because they were you too make short. It work. It's real make it is. work. So I'm waiting for this dude and I'm like, holy cow, I can't believe this dude's here. I'm going to go up and get a picture with him. Okay. He's talking to somebody. After he talks with somebody, I go up. I say, hey, man, you know, my name's Joey. He goes, oh, I know who you are. I say, you mind if I take a picture? And he looked at me and went, no, I'd rather not. And turned away as if to talk to somebody and nobody was there. And I went, and mind you, of course, I had a couple of drinks in me. So I was like, get this mother, get him out of here. And they're like, yo, we can't. They're literally, he, my security goes, man, we can't kick him out. It's Prince. How are we going to kick him out? God, you are joking. <laughs> Joey nope. Fatone is joking. Not joking. Though. Never told this story, so you got you got this first. I don't think I've ever said it to anybody. Can I tell you this though? That's Please when do. you just gotta take on the chin. When Prince say, "I'm not here for the photos," <laughs> you, you, you just, just not be like, no you photos. be like, I, don't know. I was like, throw the photo, throw the yeah. camera into the camera. Oh, what yeah. was I thinking? Yeah, oh. The takeaway for me is not that Prince was there, not that Prince did not. The takeaway was he looked to talk to somebody else. Yeah, him turning to talk to a wall instead of you. I mean, that that hurt, that had to hurt a little bit. I was like, man, you know? And, I, and it was one of those things where I was just like, okay. Oh, no. I couldn't even say okay or thank you or all right. He just turned around. I went. You just should have You just should have bear hugged him from the back. You just should have like, okay, well, then I, I love you. <laughs> I love you. You know what? I love you so much. I love when you wear purple. Purple, purple and lace is my favorite. <laughs> oh, my it, it, God. It, it hurt. He's a great musician, I got to say. But I, obviously, he didn't want to take a picture. So he wouldn't I mean, it happens. Pictures. But for people out there listening, even celebs get turned down. So it's yeah. OK. Right. And the worst they could right, say right. is no. It True. annoyed the shit out of me. But I was OK. But you know what? I get it. <laughs> what, I love, Siri, what I love is that Joey then turned to his security and was like, I'm a neat prince about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is my party. I'm on cloud nine. I oh, I got a bunch of awards we got. What the heck, dude? What can go wrong? The security looked at Joey and said, I throw anybody out of here but (laughs) But him. Exactly. Oh, yeah. We we have to back you up on that one. Okay, wait. So so tell me this. You you guys want and I you and I have talked about this before, but and I want I wonder if you are if you are okay with talking about this in a more public setting. But you InSync would win that night. One of them was for choreography. The your shows was choreography heavy, and y'all would dance your butts off. Right. Brother, you are a big man. <laughs> I'm just, I am. Keep, and you have never been dude. You've never been a little bitty dude, right? Like you, you were back always... in the day in high school, probably. Other than that, no. But you were. I was always. I was always tall. tall. I was always a big yeah. But I was like a, a rail. But obviously, I grew into my skin. But you could like <laughs> you could you could always. There was no doubt. You were definitely not the one people were looking at. Like, can he keep up? Right. I no. Just... No. No. They're looking at. They're looking at me going. Oh damn. Okay. He can throw down. He, <laughs> that boy is moving. I just want to know what who was the one in choreography when it was like in five, six, seven, eight. Y'all were like, if he can get it, we can move on. If he can just get it, 
No, it wasn't me. It was more like Chris and Lance, if we can get it, we'll move on. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. You can tell me. And it wasn't like breathing, because that was good. It's more or less of getting the choreography. Yeah, yeah, It wasn't the stamina. The stamina was there for all of us, believe it or not. Did I sweat a lot? Hell, yeah, I did. But (laughs) it was was more or less the the learning the choreography. Yeah, me, JC, and Chris picked it up fairly well, and there was a little bit – and we've always said there's a little bit of lag between Lance, and there was a little bit of lag with Chris. But as we got into it more and more – Things we're able to pick up, but again, you know, you had Wade Robson and people that are like trying to pop it and stuff, and we're like, right. wait a minute, we can't do that. Like, we don't. That's not <laughs> in my repertoire. Yeah. The way my <laughs> hips are set up, they don't. They just, they they, do they move forward. Do they don't this. kind of we, do a weird we, side. We wait bye bye bye. We right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was always one of those. But it was always funny because yeah, a lot of people always said, you know, listen, I, I don't, I'm not gonna lie, you every time you dance, I'm watching you because I said because I get the dancer face, I throw down sometimes. Like I mean, mm-hmm. I, I feed off of the audience, so I'm always like, yeah. and it's the ugliest face ever, but it is what it is. <laughs> Focus, locked in. I love it. I love it. We got to take a quick break, but uh, while we're doing that, you go get a drink. Hopefully, Joey has more Thank stories you. with Prince or some oh, other. Oh, I got more stories with a lot of those people. Oh, my God. Okay, we'll be back in a second, guys. And we're back. We are moving on in today's special. We've got Joey Fatone. He is listening with us to all of our clips from the vault. First time that we've had a guest listen to his own interviews from back in the day. That's awesome. And Zuri, uh, already first clip, we got a, a, a so print much. story. <laughs> we are, we are working in overdrive right now. Joey is the vault. Like, I'm realizing that the best <laughs> moments are coming oh, from the mind of Fatone. I, Boom. if I can ever write a book one day and try to dig up my memory, if I could, yeah. I wish somebody could actually plug something in my head and pull out the memory that I may not remember. Because there's a can. lot of things in that head. You should write that memoir, Hypnotherapy. I say this in all seriousness. You can go to a hypnotherapist who helps tease out memories you think you wouldn't even remember. Wow. Write it down. Boom. But you better trust him. But you oh, better yeah. trust him. Right? I'll be like saying all this stuff. He's writing down yeah. going, this is good stuff. Yeah, they, they might, they the might get some shit exactly. you ain't really ready to put it in the book. It's going to be an expose. Yeah, then you did what? With who? And where did that go? Oh, okay. Exactly. And the VIP and Prince. <laughs> Prince was there. You kicked him out. And Prince was there. Oh, shit. <laughs> Boy, wow. Okay, let's go. Let's go to 2001. We're sticking with the early aughts. Um, I want to talk on the line. Okay, this was a movie starring okay. you, Lance Bass, Emmanuel yep. Treaky. Access actually caught up with you when you were doing press for the film. So let's go ahead and listen to what you guys had to say. Check it out. Um, it, well, we've always wanted to do a film together, and we've always talked about doing movies. And he come up, you know, he said, "Hey, I got the script, and you know, we have Happy Place. You know, we have the production company. We want to do a film. Max likes the script." Read it and tell me what you're thinking. You'd be good for this character, Rod. I'm like, all right, whatever. Let me read it. <clears throat> so I read it, and the more and more I read it, I enjoyed it. You know, and I read it like two or three times just to make sure. You know, all right, that's cool. This is cool. This is cool. This is great. So I like, sure. You know, I said to him, of course. You know, I'll do it. You know, it's a great script. It's a great romantic comedy. So I was like, all right. It's a good character. I, yeah. it, it sounds like it's not that much of a stretch. Right. It it's, it's not exactly. It hasn't it hasn't really stretched my acting abilities. Hopefully that's later on, you know, down the line or whatever. But I mean, it, it was a cool thing to do. I mean, he plays in, a, in a, like a, an alternative like cover band or whatever, and I don't get to normally do that. You know, he's not the smartest character in the world. I guess that's a little typecasted. I don't yeah, know. It's not. Hopefully it's not. But uh, he has, you know, Rod has some pretty funny uh, scenes, and you know, he's 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 interesting. He's an interesting character. Doing the in sync and the singing. 
and making this movie? How difficult was it to kind of juggle the two? Um, it was a little difficult because we were recording. We were actually recording the album, and um, we were doing shoots and doing, you know, from six o'clock in the morning till about eight or nine, sometimes at night. Right after that, I would have to go over and record a song and record the vocals, and then wake up again like five or six o'clock in the morning the next day. So it was a little grueling, and, you know, it wasn't all the time, you know, we had some time off, but then again, you know, uh, it, was, it was like JC uh, and Justin, they, they flew in back and forth to Toronto, we were recording, you know, our parts and stuff, so it was, it was a little, little tough, but you know, we're, we're, you know, used to pressure and used to, to moving along a lot, you know, and moving. And delivering well under pressure yep. at that. Which has been amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard thing to do, you know. Yeah, to deliver, you know, under pressure is one thing, but deliver well <laughs> is, is a good accomplishment. I mean, Wait, how many damn you? times do I have to say you know? <laughs> Why the hell would I say you know? A, like, you, oh, yeah, you know. No, you don't know. It's a casual setting. I sound like I had marbles in my mouth. I sounded tired. I sound. You I could hear. Good. I could sound exhausted. You, well, were, you tired were tired. You were booked and busy. You out yeah. here recording in sync albums. I, I remember that though. I remember JC. There was a couple times JC and Justin literally flew in because we, me and Lance, had to get our vocals done. So they would record a bunch of this stuff, have all the other vocals, and then they would they would have me and Lance come in and, and do it. But they would fly into Toronto. After we do a shoot day, I'd come in, do a couple of, of lines or whatever the song was, and then leave. And then in the morning, wow. shoot the show, move the movie. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Pretty that crazy. is insane. Yeah, it, was, ever, it, was, it was not fun. Do you, do you, I mean, I can I imagine it was a lot of work. And Shooting I was fun. Yeah, it was just tired. Yeah. Now, I can imagine that earlier on, right, in the early days of NSYNC, you right. guys are working together. You're hoping that this thing turns into something. You're, you know, you, the gel of the group is kind of coming together. Yeah. I, and, and I, I want to know the backstory on this. I have heard from Shaquille O'Neal's mouth yep. that his <laughs> biggest regret in business, he used to have a studio in his place. And his biggest regret that you, that NSYNC and Backstreet Boys early days came in and recorded portions of demos and things like that at Sha at Shaq's studio. And his biggest regret was that he never signed you or Backstreet Boys. Or, or Backstreet, yeah. Because, I mean, he, he always came in and he popped in one time. There's a picture, actually, of me, Shaq, and Justin. And when he came in, because his studio used to be called Twism, which is the world is mine. That's what he has, his tattoo. He got, I think he has a tattoo. Or his, his, his company was called Twism, which was called the world is mine. <laughs> think about that. It's great. Wow. But, um. He, uh, yeah, he had a studio. And we, we, uh, the first time we ever did, he used to, it was like a recording studio and then he had like an indoor pool. But then he, I remember like years later, he made it into a gym. So he filled up mm -hmm. the, the, the pool itself. But before that, there was an actual good acoustics in there. So we recorded vocals in the, in the, in the booth, but we did a, a recording. And I, I know I have it somewhere of the national anthem when we first rehearsing for it. So we put a microphone in the pool area and just sang it as is. So without nothing, just the acoustics in there, and that's all we did. Right. And every time he'd come in, he'd be like, oh, I'm going to sign you guys. I'm going to do this with you guys. I'm going to sign you guys, blah, 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 and that <laughs> stuff. So I was like, yeah, sure, man, do whatever. But obviously, you know, we were, we were going to major labels and stuff like that, even though he had, again, his Twism label is what he right. had as well. Right. So, but yeah, it was crazy, man. It was, uh, it was one of those interesting moments where we're like, man, we're shooting at Shaq's house. And I remember we walked inside his house, too. And he had a bunch of Superman stuff, and I collect all Superman stuff. So I was like, this is awesome. Holy <laughs> cow, this is great. Here's the other funny part, though. 
looking at everything. And then all of a sudden I went to the bathroom. I was like, damn, dude, you guys got to come here and see this. I'm like, what? I go, look how ginormous this freaking toilet bowl is. Because <laughs> he had everything custom to him. Oh, my so God. This freaking this shitter. The oh. tree was like kind of high. His doors, all his doors were way high. His bed is this round bed. Round bed. Kidding. You could have put him, you, it was round. You could have fit about, I don't know, 20 or 30 people. I'm not kidding you. Like, like a, a crap load of people. It was crazy. Wow. I have never sheets. thought about how Shaquille O'Neal uses the toilet. But now I go. can't unsee it, one. And two, <laughs> he would have it custom built, right? How the hell would Shaq ever sit on somebody's normal right. size toilet? It makes total Countertops? Sense. Countertops were up to my ribs. Also bigger. Wow. Think about it. The countertops had to be higher. You don't be hunched over yeah. all the time when you when you do it. Everything was 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 a lot taller. You imagine just how much money he had to make before he realized, I got to get out of this shit custom. Like, he can't have a regular refrigerator. He can't have a regular, you know what I mean? It's, I, I heard the story, and I was just like, I have to hear. Yeah, he's, he always came in and asked us about it. He never, like, it never really was like, oh, I wanted to really sign you. But he always kept saying, damn, we should sign him. Damn, we should sign him. Okay. And it's even funnier is I have a video back in the day when he was even younger about when he was younger when he was on the team and I was actually singing with friends of mine that I was in a group called the big guys, which was my buddy, Joel, his other kid, Eric and, um, Luis Fonzie. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy because there's a video, I have a video you go on YouTube. You can find it. There's a video and all of a sudden you see us and then it pans over. Cause we're singing at the Orlando magic game when we were in high school, mm-hmm. our senior year in 95 wow. actually is what it was. Crazy. You see Shaq, you see Dennis Scott, you know, you see all these different players, Anthony Hardaway, like all the old players that played at Orlando. And Shaq was this little skinny dude. Like, it's crazy. And he was like, oh, man. It was like, those are the guys. Like, those are the guys. It's really funny, like, the video. But I was like, I sang with you then. And then I'm in the studio with a different group. Right. And then, mm, you know, this full circle with instinct. I yeah. love it. I This is, I, this, listen, I knew I knew we were going to have some fun with you on the podcast. I'll pull some stuff out of my ass. Yeah, of course. I'll find yeah. it. <laughs> it's, it's wild. It's Okay, so tell me this. When, when you think about you and acting, you know, you and I uh, first met on one of your first jobs was it exactly with with access hollywood yeah it was my third or fourth gig with access hollywood in we were in toronto right zero he was horrible man horrible i'm teasing you i'm messing with you (laughs) just stink it up just stink it up oh stop it i'm teasing you no you were great actually i think even did i said i said did you really really freaking you were like yeah it's my third one for access you know i've done yep. interviews and stuff like that yeah. and i think you did some stuff for much if i'm not mistaken too in, in uh, for, not? Well, i was trying to get on you and i were talking i was like bro i need the contact for much i'm trying to get it was basically right, right. much was like the mtv, MTV. of canada oh yeah and much music. music yep yep and i was like i'm in sync i know yeah. you got the hookup i know you can you can put in a good word he was like yeah i could put in a good word and put then we word. did the interview and he was like you don't need a good word. You got it. You're good. Uh, yeah, you're good. Yeah. yeah, I remember. So we we did Big Factory Wedding. You came on the set, right? Yeah. And so you, I, what do you, what is it about acting, right? That's for you that like is a place for you to try new things. It's, that's something that you keep coming back to. Like, is it the performance aspect? Yeah, I think I think it's a combination of the of the creativity and the character. Sometimes, again, you know, obviously it's typecast with people like, hey, we want you to play, you know, this, this, and this, and it's comes fairly easy but you know i've done some interesting films that i i don't think i would ever work with these people and i thought it was amazing and they're not blockbusters they're like freaking you know underground movies like i did a a movie called incubus not the band it was a movie called incubus and it was with william Forsythe and robert england oh it was a horror film which i never thought i'd ever get a chance to do and i was like a detective but i was in a uh, interrogate interrogation room 
and I'm working with Robert England and William Forsythe. I'm saying, wow. where did I, how the hell did I get involved in this? And the same right. thing with Big Fat Greek Wedding, you know? It was the first time when I went on that set, that was the first time I actually did a major movie. And it was independent film. They were like, hey, we want you to do this. I, I literally, for the audition, I don't know if I told you, but give a little backstory. I was, we were doing stuff with Playtone uh, with NSYNC. NSYNC was going to work with Tom Hanks, which is Playtone's company. And we were going to do like a help, like a Beatles help or a movie, but nothing ever came about. We throw ideas. He didn't like them. He throw us ideas. We weren't kind of, eh. So I went there one day and one of the women were like, hey, there's an audition for a movie that I think you'd be perfect for. It's a small role. You don't need to do a lot of things and you can work around your schedule at NSYNC. The audition was right there. I walked in, did the audition, left, go, I don't know. I probably screwed that up. Right. Yeah. And they called me back. So when I went there, though, I got the lines. I had to do the dial as far as like a Chicago little accent, which is close to New York. But the funny part about it was, is I walked up and Joel Zwick, who was the director, was like, all right, there's your mother. That's your sister. That's your cousin. That's your other cousin. That's your uncle. And that's your aunt. You ready? Cool. <laughs> you got the lines? Yeah, let's go. Boom. And that's how I, that's the first scene I had to do. Sitting down with Andrea Martin. Really? You know, sitting here with freaking Andrea Martin, who's Andrew my playing Martin. my mother, who's like comedic genius right Legendous. there. So it's kind of like, Legend. it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. So doing all that stuff and getting into that, I mean, I love every aspect about it. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I love the whole, and another thing, speaking of which, you know, we shot a second one in Toronto and we're going to be shooting a third one. So I, I don't know about if you heard about ask. that. Yeah, yeah, cat's out of the bag on that one. On the okay. sense of, yes, we are shooting a third one and we're probably going to be shooting it in Greece. Yeah. So... Yeah, so we're we're trying to figure out when the dates are on that. So I don't know. So I need to get my my fat one and my fat ass in shape real quick to get to that movie. You know what I'm saying? So dance moves again. That's not the whole instinct. I got I got a couple of months. Get that bye bye bye. Exactly. Get that wave going. I got a couple of months. I got to figure that out. Get them punchy. Oh man! So it's oh, it's man. exciting. You know, it's it's a lot of fun to kind of do films like that, and it's really weird to do a film like that, which. Again, I was in like a few, two or three really great movies that I, I don't think I'd ever, even like another one called The Cooler. I mm -hmm. did that with William H. Macy, Alec Baldwin, mm -hmm. Maria Bello, Ron Livingston, all these people are like heavy hitters yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, here's my dumb ass in the middle of this. How did I? Nah, man. The crazy thing you is know? You, can go, you can go back to you in like basically high school, right? Singing at the, at the Orlando Magic game, bro. You yeah. have been a part of this industry thing I love so yeah I long. love it I think I guess that's it's, why it's, yeah. exactly and and mm -hmm. it, you, a bright light brother you don't you don't you are I'm a trying. ball of every <laughs> time I've ever seen you you have so much energy oh, man it's just like me a, yeah, yeah. It's, what you see is what you get. I ain't sugarcoating it though either. That's the other thing. It's not like I hate you. <laughs> no, I do that shit. What you see is what you get. That's okay, it. Wait. Okay. Well, then in that vein, I'm gonna ask you this: Have you ever seen one of your boy Justin's movies and been like, for real? Yes. Yeah. For of real? course. <laughs> Alpha Dog, I thought was really good. Alpha Dog was one of the one of the better Alpha ones Dog I really good. liked, and I actually saw the I, I actually saw the Woody Allen one, and I thought that was good too. Did you see the he's in the beach? Palmer? He's a lifeguard. Did you see? I haven't Palmer? seen Palmer yet. No, I haven't seen Palmer yet. I'm gonna tell you this: he acted in Palmer. So he's he's but again, just like anything, you got to learn your craft. Yeah. When you watched him in the very first one, which was uh, what was the the Facebook one? Oh uh, yeah, Social Network. Yeah, Social yep. Social Network. <laughs> that's another one. So uh, that's Justin. That was that was Justin. This is the Let's be real. For me. The it's first, the first, please tell the me. The first Joey. time you see him, though, that's Justin. Meaning, like, I was like, I'm watching it going, okay, that's Justin. But when I saw, and I actually saw it with him in the theater, I was in New York and we saw Alpha Dog. It was him and his mom, uh, a couple other people. We went and I saw a private screen. I was like, dude, that was really freaking good. Like, I like I like that one and I like the character he portrayed. Yeah. Was it a little bit of him? Yeah, but the whole 
thing with the feeling and everything else that he had to deal with yeah. that. And, and, you know, the kid in the freaking ground and all that. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's a good movie. And I thought it was good. Yeah. It's cool to know that y'all have that kind of relationship. You know what I mean? It's cool to know. Oh, I'll tell you if it sucks. I don't care. I'm well, no, flat. I mean, you know, okay. But you but know, that's what good friends do, though. Exactly. You know, they keep it real. They keep it keep real. Keep it real. Yeah. Well, like with Lance, Lance had the thing on YouTube. He did the uh, he did that documentary with the Lou Proman thing. The, yeah. the boy band uh, was yeah. boy band con or whatever it was band con. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it though. But I went to uh, South by Southwest with him. I wasn't even in the film. I knew nothing. I mean, he asked me to do it. And I was like, all right, but you have. Lance doing it. You have you have yourself. You have J, uh, JC. I think was on it a little bit, and so was Chris. Mm-hmm. I was like, why do you want all the in sinkers? You know, they had like AJ and stuff. I was like, right. You do your thing. I love to watch it. I watched it. and I said, bro. I said, I'm gonna be dead honest with you. I said, there's a lot of things that you've done that are that are okay. This is really good, man. Like this mm-hmm. is like really good. I said, you need yeah. to stick to doing documentaries if that's something that you want to do. I mean, again, I know it's close to your heart in that sense. And I think now he's he's doing stuff, and I'm not sure if it's with Tina Fey or nothing like that. It's a oh, movie wow. about I don't know if I'm 100. Don't quote me on that one, but I know that Lance has been in works of a of a movie about these two girls. It's a true story that won a Winnebago on The Price Is Right, won all the cash. They did the the finale. They won the the whole prize thing, yeah. and they actually showcase took showdown. the money to showcase showdown to the RV and traveled around with us on tour. They did. They went from city to city. These two girls went to city to city. And toured and, and they after a while, as they're shelling out money, they're like, well, we can't afford this shit no more. <laughs> so we started helping them out. We started giving them tickets. We were trying to help them out as much as we can. And Lance loved them and had talked to him a bunch of times. And now it's actually going to become, I guess, some sort of a movie that they've been writing a script for about oh, that whole journey. How crazy did yeah. it get on tour? I mean, be honest with me. You don't have to tell it me. Was, what do you, but, but wait, like, what's your definition of crazy? Like, 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 it was one of those things where you walk out going, what are we, like, how are we doing this? Like, how is this many people seeing us right now? That's what I was always going through in my mind. Like, why are these many people coming to yeah. see us? <laughs> yeah, we're five, five. Let's be real. We are five white boys singing, dancing around on stage. Why are these many people, like, arena? We're, and then we did stages yeah. where 60,000 people are coming to see us. Yeah. And nobody yeah. else. Yeah, they got to warm up and stuff like that. But us. And you go, yeah. damn, that's well, crazy. Because y'all were cute and you had the moves and the, y'all were on the cover of J14 magazine. I was <laughs> right. buying the copies. You know, as you, J14 team, uh, 17. I mean, you know, not, not, not to blow up smoke up my own ass, but. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. But, but you know? vocally, we were, we were great vocalists. That was, yeah. that was one of the yeah. things that really set us apart from a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of other boy bands, per se. We did a lot of five-part harmonies. We a lot of, yeah. did a lot of intricate chords that were a little bit different. That was a little spin on stuff. And, and we really, you know, put our, our hearts into like our dancing as well. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. again, you had other bands that could dance like that. I mean, you look at, again, BTS, they mm-hmm. dance their asses off. They're great. They, they, they really are good mm-hmm. watching their stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, the combination of singing and dancing, it's but my whole thing is, yeah. <laughs> right. But we had that kind of good combination of, we're not the greatest dancers, but we were really, really good singers. So mm-hmm. how do you know that combined that? It was what worked. I mean, again, yeah. it was one of those phenomenon things that went like, wow, like, like I said, crazy times where, you know, there were times where I remember getting up, like, you know, after tour, like going on a tour, we get up the next morning at noon or whatever, you know, get ready to go to do sound check at three o'clock or four o'clock. Mm-hmm. I go to a mall and it literally, we call each other up or tag each other on the little freaking SkyTel. Remember those things? Open up your SkyTel, he takes that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, where you at? Be me, be me, dude. Be me on the hip. Be me. So, so what happened was, though, <laughs> so we would actually had to coordinate when somebody else was not at the mall. Because if all of us were at the same time walking around, kids would call up other Game people over. and all of a sudden it would be a big mob. So we couldn't go anywhere together, which was weird. 
There were times that, you know, sometimes me and Lance would go or, you know, me and me and Chris would go or I'd go with JC or me and Joe. It was always a combination of maybe two. But the minute you added three or four or got all five of us in an area at that height of our career, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy to hang because it just became chaos. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing that everybody just lost their shit when we were all together. Yeah, they lose their minds when you see one individual. (laughs) But to see all five together. It's like activated the crazy. Activated the crazy. (laughs) Wow, wow. Man, okay, so we could literally do this forever. But I do want to get to this clip because I feel like it's a a really good one. And I think it's going to be a a special one. It's going to bring back some really great memories for you. So this is from... One of NSYNC's Challenge for the Children. It was an annual okay. charity event. So during some of the downtime in the event, which was not often with y'all, because y'all were right. always... Oh, no, that was... Dude, long story short, I was in Vegas when we did that. I was gambling all night. Then I went and did the things during the day. And then we did a concert. When I flew home, I was sick in bed. I had pneumonia for about four or five. Walking pneumonia, I missed one concert in my life. And that was when I, was, I went to the hospital. Yeah. See? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, go on. See? Sorry. I turn. You listen, you die on me, I kill you. Okay. You die on me, I kill you. Get your ass up and get on that stage. You die on me, you get your ass up and get on that stage. You get on that stage. You hit that bye bye bye, like I told you, okay? I did it. <laughs> Go. You really did. You really and no one would have known. Okay, so no. this is this is the time in, in some downtime from the event, and the band is asked why why you guys feel like or what signs you're seeing that the staying power is something that you guys have? Like, what are what are the feelings around this band is not going anywhere anytime soon? Listen okay. to how y'all respond. Oh, jeez. Why do you think you guys have endured so much? I mean, there's a lot of a lot of bands come and they and they go. I mean, I think I know the answer because you're all talented on your own. But give us your opinion. Um, well, it's kind of like you don't, we don't burn bridges either. We're pretty easygoing people and, uh, relationships have a big, uh, big deal, are a big deal in this business and things yeah, like that. Years. Yeah. Whoa. Relationships. But, um, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, we, you guys don't match at all. Cool. But, um, I just think, I think it's our, it's a part of our good nature. You know, people just like to work with us because we're easy to get along with. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Your take on that, Lance? What? Why do you guys think you've endured so long? Um, I guess just because we're friends, you know? I mean, that's, that's where the base of it starts. You know, you can't really continue to do something like this if you don't get along. So, I don't know. We're like brothers. It's, that's cool to hear. What do you think? What do you feel when you hear that? And then obviously so many years pass and you guys are still in touch. You're still maybe close. Um, what do you first think of when you hear that clip? <laughs> What is the hell is Lance talking about? We weren't what friends. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Yo, get your man. No, you know, what is he talking about? You know what? Some of the stuff has been, some of the stuff is kind of accurate, I would say, in a sense. But I mean, it's, I mean, what exactly was he really asking? You know what I mean? It was like one of those things of what was, what was, that was Pat O'Brien, wasn't it? We were talking yeah, about that. Pat. Oh, good luck, Pat. What a poor Pat. Um, hmm. Look, Pat is cool. There's one thing you ain't got to worry about, Pat. That's dope. No, no. I, actually, I, all right. I mean, I'm sorry to switch a gear, but we had a, I had a thing where, <laughs> uh, no, I shouldn't say that story. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. Wait, that carrot okay. and then snatch it back like that. It's not a, it's not really a bad, bad one, but it was just, it, again, just, we were being rambunctious and young. Uh, we were doing a golf event and Pat O'Brien was out there and Chris got a little crazy with Pat O'Brien and basically Almost fought Pat O'Brien. I mean, it was a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Zuri, do you remember the time that Chris tried to headbutt Pat O'Brien at the golf outing? Do you remember that? 
It was not a headbutt. Oh. I just say that. That's all I'm going to say. I got to say no more about it. Oh, somebody get Pat on the phone. Explain yourself. Oh, no. he oh. Inter- they, no, We interviewed him. We interviewed him. Oh, no, I know. I know. I just want to well. hear it. And no, it wasn't got, that long ago. Yeah. No, I thought he started the story, too. Send it to I'll me. send it to you. I got to send it oh to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. You are the That's man. Crazy. Listen, I, I, have, crazy. I have so enjoyed this. You know, yeah. I feel like you, you, we said, I said it before, you know, man, you've got this energy, man, that leaps out, up out of you into the space and you make everybody around you feel good. You know what I mean? I appreciate it. Thank you. I mean, I feed off of everybody else. Whatever they give me a lot of times, I give it right back to them. So you're going to give me good vibes, I'll give you good vibes. You give me bad vibes, I'll try to switch it into good vibes. But if you're still going to give me bad vibes, I'll be like, all right, cool. That's you. You do you. Right. But yeah, that's not me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we, we've dug into the vault into all of the old clips, but I'm curious to know what's next for Joey Fatone. Obviously, you've got the game show. You're, you're about to go back into filming. Um, yep. What more do you want to do? What have you not done yet that you would love to try? You know what? I'm in a great position in my life now where I could get to pick and choose things that I want to do. And if there's yeah. something that makes makes sense, I'm going to do it. You know, I mean, even right now we're, we're, we're coming up and really trying to come up with this concept. And I think hopefully it's going to, it's going to fly mm-hmm. because I think we're going to test it in Vegas where it's myself and a couple of people. I did a show called uh, Joey Fatone and friends in Epcot, uh, the food and wine festival. They do this big thing mm-hmm. where like 98 degrees, uh, air supply, all these different groups perform. Well, obviously, I don't have sync. The whole group wasn't there. So what I did was, is I was like, you know what? Let me, let me see if I can do something. We'll call it Joey Fatone Friends. We'll have other celebrities come in. Yep. So when I did it, it was Chris Kirkpatrick, Ryan Cabrera, Nate from Boys to Men, MC Search from Third Base. Uh, I had just random, just interesting kind of people. I had the guys from BB Mac come out at one point, too. So what this show is going to be, almost kind of like a Rat Pack idea. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be three or four boy band people that you will definitely 100% know who they are mm-hmm. once once you see them. I've already had three pretty much 200% on lockdown, one more maybe, and then other celebrity guests that are going to come in. So hopefully this might be kind of a Rat Pack idea that we may kind of do a residency in Vegas where every other month or every two or three months we do a couple of weekends and it's different guys doing their hit songs but also doing covers and things that, yeah. that they would not normally do or have never got a chance to do. You know what I mean? So this is kind of a fun thing that we're we're really kind of coming up with the concept. It's funny too, because it kind of comes full circle, right? I remember the days of you being like one of the performers at the theme park. And now, you know what I mean? To be able to to share the stories, the experiences. Exactly. In this industry from from those days until now, bruh. We're in. You let us know. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Well, we're, 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 we're shooting. We're shooting for August. Like legit, like coming up. August, we, awesome. we might be doing it. I'm trying to figure it out. I know that even right now, like Joey McIntyre and Deborah Gibson, they came out with a concert thing in Vegas. Mm-hmm. They just did, they're doing like a small little run. Same kind of idea, but it's going to be kind of a Rat Pack feel to it, which right. I think is going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not like we're trying to start a super group. We're not trying to be like, oh, we're a boy band. We're like, oh, no, no, no. It's just right. us performing, having fun together mm-hmm. as, as friends mm-hmm. and as individuals on the stage. So I like that. I just, before we go, I just I I mention it every time I interview you because sometimes it makes it it makes it in the piece sometimes it doesn't <laughs> so I'm gonna do it again but it is always it has always made me smile to note for, to hear from you specifically that one of the reasons why you were in a band with other guys singing was because you loved boys to men so much well. Yeah. 
funny you say that because I'll just say it anyway. He's one of the ones that's coming to do the show with me. It will be Wanye Morris. The the new rap pack? Wanye will be in it with me. Yes. I'll Yo. say that. There's other people that are gonna be coming, but Wanye's hundred percent. Yeah. Come so on. Okay. Again, we've been we've been we've been we've been talking about this for for quite some time, and we're trying to make these things work. It's pretty much going to happen, but we're we're really yeah. trying to solidify the lockdown. A certain group of guys that are going to be in it every time that you see it, and then other people oh, will dope. come and join it. Come that's on, so dope. yeah. Awesome. Wait, so, yeah. So we need to circle back around. Where do we get the tickets when it goes? <laughs> Look, it's all up in the. I'm telling you, it's going to be in Vegas. It's going to okay. be in Vegas. It's going to be around sometime in August. I'm okay. sure you guys will definitely know. You guys okay. will probably come on out and do the whole yeah. interview, Ooh. the whole spiel, and yes. everything. So yes. we'll we'll make that happen. I'm, you rest, I love it. Rest assured, you guys will be there. I promise. Uh-huh. All right, Joey Fatone. This was such a fun episode. This made my day. It's my my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you thank no you. problem. And listen, I might hit you up to sleep on that couch. Don't let you hey, tell your boyfriend. Go. Don't shoot me if I'm <laughs> sleeping on the couch. <laughs> hey, that's yeah, Joey Fatone over there. That's Joey Fatone. <laughs> I need that man. That, that it? Joey, thank uh, you, you guys. Uh, make sure you subscribe to The Vault on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We will see you in the next one. Bye, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank Bye, you, Joey. The Vault by Access Hollywood is hosted by Scott Evans and Zuri Hall, produced by Access Hollywood Digital's Ginny Depper and Rebecca Zamer, and Digital Media Management's Grant Rutter, Audrey Povar, and Ryan Middledorf, and Trey Boudet. Join us next week when we open up that vault again for more iconic celebrity interviews and all things entertainment. Rate, subscribe, and share.